This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Welcome back to, or welcome back, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Jerry is uh, not feeling well, so he did the show, but he's done talking for the day. So uh, Eddie Scazzeri joins me on Jerry's microphone, which means he'll probably be ill tomorrow. Welcome, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. Yes, I don't know. uh, Well, yesterday here, Jerry had thought over the weekend that he saw a UFO. Mm-hmm. Yes, I heard the uh, discussion. You heard the podcast, yeah. So he he saw some lights up in the sky. Mm-hmm. He showed me a picture of these lights. It did look like uh, certainly uh, lights in a formation in the sky. He then claimed to have seen an article that there was some sort of um, drone air show. Mm-hmm. But many alert listeners sent me the stories and the photos, which were the photos of the object Jerry saw. It was actually Starlink. The uh, Elon Musk uh, thing. Oh, okay. So that's what he saw. He did not see drones from an air show. And what is Starlink? Uh, That's some sort of uh, one of those spaceships uh, Elon Musk sends into space or something. Okay. It was uh, that. So Jerry did not see a UFO. He did not see drones from a drone air show. It was the Elon Musk Musk, uh, Starlink. Well, at the time, it was a UFO for him. It was. Because it was unidentified, but now since identified. Starlink is a satellite internet constellation operated by SpaceX. Okay. Providing coverage to over 60 countries. Yeah, when you see the pictures of it, it's exactly the lights that uh, Mm. Jerry saw. They got to give us a heads up on that so that we don't think we're seeing UFOs. Well, then it's going to be seen a lot if it's, you know. Yeah. Is it in a geosynchronous orbit or you don't know? That I don't know. Okay. I just know that many people sent me going, uh, Jerry didn't see that. He saw this instead. Okay. So that's what it was. Yesterday, <clears throat> this is a good topic for you. I had this written down no matter whom I was speaking with today. Alrighty. And I was just thinking as I was walking my dog yesterday, and my dog went to the bathroom, you know, pooping or whatever, and it's mm-hmm. she's, you know, sometimes she's got uh, very soft stools as they say in the loose stool yeah in the dog walking business Mm -hmm. but i was thinking like you know the humans are the most advanced animals on the planet so we think yes so we think why are we the only ones that need to wipe our butts after we go to the bathroom uh well probably because we recognize the benefit of doing that but i'm saying like a dog when a dog poops, it perfectly comes out of the small butthole. Right. And then there's nothing in the area. Right. Well, they don't, their situation is sort of, it's not buried within a crevice. 
Right, that's what will. I'm saying. Why is ours buried within a crevice? Well, uh, if we're so advanced. Right. Well, I, I guess maybe other primates have similar situations. Maybe like what? Some of the great apes have butts like ours. I yeah. am not sure. I haven't made a close study of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is. Uh, and obviously, anything in the ocean, yeah, whatever, it cleans it up by, right. by itself. And I haven't really made a study of other mammals to see like i imagine a bear that might be a mess all the hair and everything but yeah cats and dogs if they're not having an issue correct it seems to be pretty you know and and then also they have all those or many of the other mammals have the ability to clean themselves lick their own butts that is true yes but you don't want to be licking fecal matter either well I guess not, but dogs eat poop and, you know, and, you know, but all the stuff that they'll just eat off the ground, like, it's crazy. Yeah, they've got some strong stomach acid. Yeah, I guess. So I remember I was feeding my dog raw chicken, mm-hmm. which I had had read and was told you could give your dog, mm-hmm. like, you could give your dog a raw chicken leg. Mm-hmm. And what, for people that aren't used to doing that, it's very shocking to yeah. them. And I said, oh, and I, I told my sister, I said, well... You know, dogs are not affected by salmonella. Their stomach acid can defeat salmonella. Mm-hmm. But she did make a, a great point for people who feed their dogs raw food. She goes, yes, their stomachs can. But if your dog eats a raw chicken leg and then licks your hand, yes. you could have salmonella on your hand. Exactly right. Which is a good point. It is. But dogs licking their own butts, also probably their stomach acid can control that. Yeah, and some animals like uh, eat carrion you know what is that uh dead dead things right like birds will pick at dead like and god knows what's happened to that you know roadkill squirrel that's been and they'll just eat it and be (laughs) fine and there are other scavengers as well like who will eat dead carcasses the most disgusting is those vultures yeah sure that just eat like dead deer on the side of the road right but there's a lot of carrion birds and and other animals who will scavenge and and eat the rotting corpses of other animals right and they don't get sick right and god knows what's going on with the decomposition and all nasty bacteria and stuff yeah meanwhile if i have a piece of chicken that's like two days past its expiration very sick on my deathbed yeah food poisoning i have a neighbor up the block he has a yard and he gets himself a rotisserie chicken Mm -hmm. and when he's done with it he throws it in the yard Mm mm-hmm and the birds, oh, I imagine, love it eating sure. other birds. Well, yeah, well, birds eat, you know, hawks and all that. They they hunt other birds and things. So yeah, it 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 happens. It's are a, birds the only ones that are eating their own? No, uh, no. You think like? Uh, do you, let me ask you this: those vultures that eat all the dead carcasses, mm-hmm. will they eat a vulture carcass? Um, a hundred percent. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. And, and and cannibalism, you know, sharks in a feeding frenzy will, you know, if one of theirs gets a a bite or something mistakenly, he's toast. They will devour him. Hmm. Yeah, it happens. It's a uh, you know, the animal kingdom is is quite brutal. It is. Yeah. But then when humans do something brutal, we look down upon them. Well, yeah, because we have consciousness, we have you know uh, self awareness, we have morality, we have these overlays of intelligence that that 
give us pause for for doing all these things. Yeah. Um, but we are just more evolved animals, and you know, people kill people. Now, most people don't eat people, but there are some that do. We have heard um, some, but uh, yeah. So, you know, it, and it's almost as if we we look upon cruelty to animals with a dip, different filter than we do cruelty to one another. Yeah, it's almost in some ways worse in a very strange way. But yeah, I think because we think that animals can't defend themselves well, there's an innocence to it there's yeah. an innocence to it yeah uh and and animals you know if it's just one-on-one with you know just bring what you have to the fight you know instead of a knife or a gun just bring what you got it's most of the time for well any larger animals it's not going to be we're going to lose that fight yeah you know even against a, a deer or something it's right like, like you imagine trying to kill a deer with your bare hands no you know? And they don't even work out, dear. Yeah, good luck. Or or a dog who has, you know, who is not domesticated or has been feral, you know, born in the wild. Yeah, good luck. I'm not fighting a dog. I you wouldn't know? fight a cat with nails. Yeah. Uh, or like mountain lions and bears. Yeah. Forget it. I don't want to fight any of those. No. Hmm. If it's mano a mano. Yeah. With no guns and not even a stick or anything. Right, no weapons. Right. Me versus a a rabid dog. No, no I'm shot. losing that. I'm losing that fight yeah. no matter what. Right. Because I can't even get that dog in a figure for a leg lock. Their legs no. are small. Exactly. Hmm. Do you think we were, you know, there's a, I'm very interested in food and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know, food ingredients and all these different things. And you'll hear like the vegans are very much into, and I understand the vegans point. They're like, listen, you play with your dog. Um, these cows are very nice. Why are you killing the cow mm-hmm. to eat? Why can't you not if you if you're for if you're not for cruelty to animals, why are you eating animals? Sure, that is a, a totally valid point. Yeah. And I've said many times if I had to kill my own food, yeah. I would be a vegetarian. But then we also look at nature and our jaws are such our jaws and teeth are such that we do eat meat. Yeah, we are like dogs and bears. We are evolved omnivores, which we are evolved to eat meat and plant material. Yeah, but I guess we weren't like prepared to be feeding this many people. That's um, the problem. Yes, yeah, it right? is. Because then you have to get into these enormous amounts of cows and chickens and pigs and, and grain and other and crops. grain, right? To to feed yeah, them, right? And, and you know, we we turn it into just a mass production, which has impacts not only for the cruelty to the animals, but just to the planet. All the bovine flatulence, if you will, mm-hmm. cow farts, um, and other things that are involved with animal husbandry that you know, or have negative effects, but there's over 8 billion people on the planet. Yeah. And that number is going up, up, up. Yeah, I don't know how, I I still don't know how we have figured it out that we know how many cows and chickens and pigs we have to have on the planet running, you know, Mm -hmm. fed at the right amount of time for the right 
length of time to be ready to be turned into food. Right. And it's not perfect, obviously. There's going to be waste and shortages. Yeah. Uh, always. But, you know, we do the best we can. Um, whether it's sustainable or not long term, we're, we're going to find out maybe within our lifetime. Yeah. But it just seems like if you are a vegan, it's very hard without supplementing all these other things to yeah be healthy to be healthy yeah mm-hmm. so and then that's another thing i was like you, mm, you should need we protein and yeah. there is they say oh you can get protein from soy and from peanuts yes but there's something about animal protein right. that is different yes and it's absorbed differently and and works differently in your body mm-hmm. and it's something that we are evolved to need yeah i know it is a it's an interesting dilemma because when you see different food documentaries and they there was there's one recently on um Netflix about you know how easy it is for our food supply to be poisoned by mm-hmm. e coli and salmonella and that sort of thing and you're like what am i what am i doing eating that it looks like if you look at a slaughterhouse it looks like oh yeah it is not clean no. it doesn't seem clean at all like it seems like yes disease is definitely be coming sure. out of there <laughs> but we need animal protein. So I don't know. And then you hear about the vegans and they, they're not, uh, they're not as healthy because of the nutrients they're taking in. And then if you're not eating meat, then you have to take these supplements and it's so confusing. And I don't even think like, even though there's a difference between, um, like soy protein versus beef, but I don't know the difference between, like having meat or having eggs. I'm right. sure there are, there's protein in eggs, but I don't know if it's the same as, because it's not meat. Yeah, it's, they still consider it an animal protein. Sure it is, but I don't know if it's like the same as like, you know, when you're consuming like muscle tissue of a cow when you're steak. Yeah, they still say, the uh, a lot of the people I've been reading, that uh, the red meat is the best protein. Mm-hmm. That even having chicken isn't, as good as the mm-hmm. red meat. But then we also go through these things where it's like, oh, you know, bodybuilders are eating just chicken because the red meat's bad for you. And it's so confusing. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. It's been back and forth and, you know, over the decades. Where yeah. This is good. No, it's okay. No, it's bad again. No, it's good again. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Right. And depending on when you grew up, mm-hmm. in what era, when, what right. era depends on. Whether you think eggs will give you bad cholesterol or eggs are healthy. Right. And, and or what part of the world you grew up in. I know um, Asian uh, people, they don't always do well with a lot of dairy products because it wasn't part of the where they evolved and grew up. And, and you know, their body chemistry uh, evolved in a certain way. And so that that is a factor as well. And I can be talked into almost anything if I'm, like, kind of interested in listening mm-hmm. and you hear in the side. Sure. Because for the longest time in my life, I had regular milk. I was drinking milk. Then uh, it got to a point where it did make sense when people would say, you really think it's, we're the only species that's drinking another animal's milk? Mm-hmm. A cow's Cow milk is for calves. Goat milk is for baby goats. Why are we drinking the milk of another animal? We should be drinking mothers, our mother's milk, and that's it. But we, 
yeah. have been doing that for probably 10,000 years. Right, but what I'm saying is when someone says to me, why are we drinking? Mm-hmm. And I go, yeah, why are we? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. We are the only- well, and then you'll say, like, we've been doing this for 10,000 years, and we're only uh, an, an unhealthy uh, a group of people now more so. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, that's what I mean. It's like I could go back and forth on uh, yeah. on any topic, and it makes sense on both sides. Sure. Confusing. It, it is, but you know, you try to just talk to rational people who are not firmly on one side or the other and and you know that and also if they have some expertise or you know a degree in nutrition that would help, or something yeah, the degree. uh that you know talk to those people and make your own decisions but ultimately we're all going to die anyway so it's true you know, it's not like you can forestall that i mean to a certain point you can but then ultimately we're all going to wind up in the same place and then one of the other arguments for you know using the idea of we've been eating meat and drinking cow's milk for ten thousand years whatever then we go okay but is it the same as it was back then or or are the cows now because they're industrialized Mm -hmm. to do is that different so does that make it it different are they putting things in the milk you know what uh this is a big thing now in like the health community Mm -hmm. raw milk Unpasteurized, unpasteurized milk, mm-hmm. which is not even legal in no. in some states. Yeah, like you can't walk into a supermarket in New Jersey and get raw no. milk. No, uh, you could get it from like a farm, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, well, that seems dangerous. It does eating raw milk uh, and, and but uh, also natural, right? And we we did that for most we of our history. Raw milk till that Louis Pasteur got involved. Correct, exactly right. But, you know, there are dangers with associated with uh, unpasteurized things. And I'm sure you know in, in uh, you know, the cheese we get here versus the cheese you get in Europe. Yeah. It's, they're like, people will rave about how great it tastes and it's better because it's not pasteurized, perhaps, or whatever they do to cheese to, to make it safer. So I'm sure the cheese tastes better, maybe over there, but there's also a... Uh, statistical probability that every year X number of people will die from eating the cheese. Imagine uh, dying eating cheese. Yeah. And that's, you know, that happens every year to a certain, I don't know the number, but, you know, I guess I could Google European Google cheese it. deaths. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but That sounds like a fun afternoon. Yeah, hey, well, why not? European but, yeah, cheese but deaths. I, I don't know what those statistics are, but I know that is there are there are a, a number of people who die every year in Europe from eating the cheese that is European, sort of untre- untreated. European untreated cheese. Then the other thing, I've been buying milk. I went back to uh, putting milk in my coffee mm-hmm. at home. Um, so the milk I'm getting now, you know, you always, if you don't, I only use milk in my uh, coffee, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna, so I look at it like, before you buy it, you go, what's the best buy Buy by buy by sell by sell by date that I can find in the store, and the I'll be looking. One, yeah, right? latest one. And there'll be things now where I go to get milk, and today is September nineteenth. It'll say uh, October twentieth. I'm like four weeks. That's crazy. Ultra pasteurized milk. Oh, okay. Is what they're doing a lot now. And, and also, if you buy half and half, that yeah. has a much longer date. Also, or even just heavy cream. I'm sure it has yeah. a longer date. Yeah. 
but yeah, that's I, I that's ultra pasteurized. I hadn't ultra pasteurized. Mm-hmm. What is that? I have no idea. I mean, the raw milk people must hate ultra pasteurized. Yeah, because that, yeah. that's even more than pasteurized. Yeah, it's ultra pasteurized. And we went from you know whole milk. Oh, whole milk's bad. Yeah. Oh, two percent, one percent skim milk, and now it's like, oh no, it should be whole milk <laughs> for sure, or yes. maybe. Even half and half or heavy cream. Yes. What? I know. That's what I mean. <laughs> you don't know what to believe. Yeah. No. The only thing I try to believe, I try to go back and go, okay, way back then we were eating meat. Uh, we were having uh, whole milk. We weren't looking for non-fat, fat-free, all this mm. stuff. And was that better? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? So I, well, I'm doing an experiment on myself. So last I'm I'm due to go for blood work next month, October. Mm-hmm. And this entire year, from last October, <clears throat> I've been eating eggs almost every day. Right. And a lot of red meat, mm-hmm. which I had previously was eating egg whites only and a lot of chicken. So I'm curious if if any of my numbers come back different. That that will be a good test. I'm experimenting on myself. Like, and, I'm and like Louis Pasteur. When you were growing up, like all of a sudden, oh, don't eat eggs, bad, eggs right. bad. And then all of a sudden, eggs were back. Yeah. So I don't really know where they stand now with eggs or not. Depends I, who you talk to. Yeah, exactly. And also depends on everybody's body chemistry is different. Yeah. There could be some people for whom eggs are fine and maybe some people eggs are not. Or red meat is okay and some not. Or cholesterol and blood pressure and all you know sodium oh what you know it's everything it's very confusing you ever go in the store now and look to buy eggs or does your wife buy the eggs i usually do the yeah. shopping oh, okay the amount of egg varieties mm-hmm. it's like eggs organic eggs mm-hmm. pasture raised eggs organic pasture raised eggs Age free Cage free, which I guess would be pasture, right? No, no, that's the other the confusing thing. So, uh-huh. I be, there's there. I believe all eggs are cage free now. Really? Yeah, they they still put that on the carton, but they're still they're just jammed in to the um, the small area. Okay. And pasture raised is that they're not jammed in there. That's the the ultimate is to get organic pasture raised eggs, or have your own chickens. Or have your own chickens. And you kind of have a chicken. Take care of your chickens. Right? Don't you have Yeah, a I haven't chicken? visited my chicken in a long time. But do you get eggs from the chicken? I ha- I was getting eggs from the chicken. I haven't been out to that farm to pick up my eggs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's been a little while. But yeah, those eggs are nice. No, you find with eggs that you get off of a farm, Different right from colors, a chicken. Right? Different colors, and the shell is super thin. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing to these chickens that are where we get the eggs on the regular store shelf, mm-hmm. but those... Those shells are harder. The white ones, yeah, uh, the white even the egg. brown ones. Okay, they're harder than the the ones you're just getting out of the chicken's right. butt. Maybe something happens in the to the shell. In maybe they are treated in some way. Right, or put that's in what I'm cold thinking. Storage because it's always refrigerated. Right, maybe that does something to the shell, or maybe these chickens that have been raised and bred just to produce eggs. So they have selected for a sturdier shell, so Maybe. it could be shipped without breakage, right. and also. But these other chickens that people just have on their farms. Yes, if you go and you get eggs right from a farm, and you go home and do your regular aggressive you chicken to, crack, oh, you, all over. You could just be yeah, all yolk on your fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be very dent- dainty. Very dainty. Mm-hmm. 
you got to wonder, like. Yeah, I have noticed that just differences in the store-bought. Yeah. Because I usually get the brown ones. Yeah. I get the brown jumbo organic ones. I love a jumbo egg. You know, just because it's like, if I'm going to go through the bother, I won't, I, you know, more bang for your buck, so yes. to speak. You know, those little ones, it's a waste of time. Yeah, you got to get jumbo. Right. So I go the jumbo. So, but I even notice in some differences where you can. Yeah. And sometimes you can almost feel it. If you do it enough, you can kind of feel it go gentle or this one's thicker. Yeah. So very. You got to be very careful with mm-hmm. the eggs. All right. Well, I'll help you all learn something yeah. here as Eddie and I give you the breakdown on you, what you should be eating. Yeah, we did. And we started off with uh, why do we have to wipe our butts? Yeah. And we should look into that. Don't doesn't seem fair. And you're right; it's the crevice. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I believe uh, apes do have a crevice also. Mm-hmm. And I know what's weird those those monkeys. Maybe they're the baboons. No, because I even watched Chimp Empire on Netflix. So uh-huh. the chimps as well. They have those weird butts. Yeah. Like and the ones with the really big red. Yeah. Butt. Very odd. It looks like like a venereal disease butt. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's because they're not wiping. Perhaps. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up show. Maybe Jerry will be back tomorrow. Maybe he'll be sick. We don't know. Do we? Uh, do you have a, a prediction? I'm going to say Jerry's out tomorrow. I would, I'm would. i going to say also he's yeah. out. He did not sound good. He didn't, although he did sound better, but he did take some meds. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought he sounded much better for the 9 o'clock. Yeah. But, uh, and seemed to be like a little peppier, but that's probably just the medication. That's and true. Now he's going to... Go play golf. Terrible Although it is idea. a beautiful day, not hot. It is. Uh, and being outside perhaps would be good. Although, if he's not feeling well, I would think going home and getting rest that would be, be the best. way to go. Yeah. A little chicken soup, go to sleep early. But to each his own. We'll and, see how uh, it goes. I'm I'm with you. I think it'll be CeeLo tomorrow. Yeah. Or Peter. <sighs> CeeLo, please. <laughs> so. so- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Although things are going to change next year, we're going to move across the street. There are a few things with the New York Yankees that never change. That's pride. It's tradition. 
And most of all, we have the greatest fans in the world. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, suck. here we go. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock. It's Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? And his name is Al Chris Dukes, and I hope he's ready to talk because my voice is already shot. What's up, Al? Well, good morning, Jerry. What's going on with you? Do you have some sort of influenza? Uh, uh, something like that. Strep throat? It's gotten progressively worse through uh, the morning so far. What's your symptoms? Uh, throat. Yeah. And congestion. Oh, a bad combo and once again went to bed not feeling so bad woke up feeling pretty crappy probably shouldn't rest i probably should a lot rest. of people tell you to rest uh, yeah. rest uh maybe you, mm. when you wake up and feel bad maybe you shouldn't have rested that is the problem with uh, our hours yeah what do you do at 3 a.m when you don't feel well <laughs> yeah. who are you calling yeah so here we are yeah that's why the time uh the beginning of summer when i got sick i went to bed and i woke up at like uh Ten thirty or something yeah. in the worst, and that's when I just sent a text. I was, I was like, "Someone help! <laughs> Someone help me! I'm not coming in." Exactly. Well, Jerry, we had two Monday Night Football games last night. What you don't want to talk about, Jose Buto? Who's that? <laughs> He's the med pitcher from last no. night. <laughs> Baseball season's over, Jerry. It, uh, I'm just ended, kidding. I'm joking. It ended when uh, the NFL kicked off that Thursday night. When the Yankees sweep the Blue Jays this week, we'll be talking Yankee baseball next Monday. Will we? <laughs> if, if they, they sweep if, the Blue Jays, will if, we have to talk about the Yankees? You might. Mm, it's okay. very if they get if they if they ever still... swept the Blue Jays this week and yeah. got to within four games of the wild card with about nine to go. You're right. Uh, you never know. Oh, they're, we're back in the mix. Their tragic number is seven. Uh, whatever. I'm not I'm not looking at a tragic number. I'm looking at the wild card number. Jerry's looking at the positivity on this. Is when uh, when can the if the Yankees are still in it then it doesn't feel like the Yankees are still in it. Oh, I agree. No, of course not. Right? I'm just having some fun with it. But it's it's still possible. It is still Why possible. Not? Of course. The yeah. Yankee fans must still be interested. Mm, I don't know if they are. Mm. I think the diehards might be. Yeah, the real diehards. The casual one probably checked out a month ago. Oh yeah. Right. When football season starts, a lot of casual baseball oh, yeah. fans we check out. It's funny on a like a football Sunday, you don't even realize like baseball's going on. Right. Like, wait, who the Mets are playing? The Yankees are playing the Pirates today? Why? <laughs> yeah, it's funny when we give away tickets to like Yankee, you know, what like yeah. this time of year, you know, we give away Yankee tickets eight twenty five every day. And I think like this week they're for Sunday's game. Yeah. And I actually sometimes feel bad telling the winner, Oh, this is for was it Yankees Sundays. Diamondbacks? Yeah, on a Sunday yeah, during like, the ooh, NFL baseball season, season uh, during football yeah, season. There, it's a long season. Oh yeah, Jerry. So the Steelers did beat the Browns last night. Now, something I'm noticing now from reading, uh, you know, like pro football talk, they got every little thing that goes on in uh, for all the teams, right? And knowing sports talk radio here over the years is offensive line, offensive line. There are so many teams in the NFL where the local stories are about how bad the offensive Correct. line is. That is true. Why Why are offensive lines so bad nationwide, Jerry? No, they're hard to they're hard to put together. The better teams stay healthy and have good line play. Like, if you look at Super Bowl winners through the years, I guarantee you they have either one of two or both. Really good offensive line play, really good defensive line play. The teams that have both win a lot. It seems like the defensive lines are starting to slim up uh, bulk up 
like muscles. And are faster. Yeah, and mm. then the offensive line, we're still rolling out big fat guys. You know what? They're in better shape than you think, actually. Why don't we get some, like, I just think about, like, the Cowboys defensive line. I feel like they're all, like, guys that look like linebackers. Well, you got edge rushers. And yeah, that the edge are, rushers. Yeah, I mean, but we have no one to, the interior linemen are still big, thick guys. But why don't we have, on the offensive line, edge blockers? Um, thin guys that can, like, but thin, muscular men. You don't Because you don't want them to get steamrolled, either. By, uh, but they're, but I don't know. Like remember, we gotta f- remember, they're backing up the defenders coming at them. So you need some, some girth, some weight, and some strength. Remember when teams had to change because Lawrence Taylor was yes. Lawrence Taylor? And I think Ray Lewis was Ray Lewis. Dwight Boomer retired. Yeah. We got to, like, I watch Micah Parsons against the Jets. Like, you need a game plan for guys that are built like they that. They tried. They double teamed them. At that speed. Yeah. The but Giants I, tried doubles. He actually said on his podcast yesterday, the way he's practicing now, Mike McCarthy puts three guys on him because no one's going to triple team him in a game, so it's only going to get easier. Very interesting. I've never heard that before in practice, that you're going to triple team a guy. Right, so that during the game it seems like, oh, this is nothing. There's only, this two. only two dudes. <laughs> I can handle two, right, two exactly. fat dudes. Yeah, plus he's stunting all over the place. It's not like you're going one-on-one with the same guy. I mean, that one sack he had of Zach Wilson on the first or second play from scrimmage, he starts on the outside and stunts inside towards the guard center area and shoots the gap and just split the difference so fast. Yeah, it just seems like with everyone or many teams having offensive line issues, like we had to re- revamp this whole offensive line situation. We need to get a different type of dude in there, like muscular, big, not fat, Jerry, because the fat guys are too slow. We need muscular, large. We need, like, WWE wrestler types. But I do think, though, Al, ooh, you could do that. Yeah, wrestling but I also guys. think you're hearing it from the teams that are struggling. Yeah. The teams that are winning generally have better play up front. Oh. And also there's the fact, too, get rid of the ball quicker. Like, you want to help your offensive line? Don't hold on to the ball. You know, you watch Tua play. I don't know if Tua will make the season healthy. I have no idea. If he does, they have a great chance to go to the Super Bowl. Tua takes these three-step drops. Ball's out. You can have the crappiest offensive line. If you get the ball out on a two- or three-step drop, guess what's not going to happen? Sacks. They just don't. Yeah, I guess it's it's also just like watching, like even the Browns-Steeler game last night. the, The offense for so many teams is just sloppy. Yes, not good. It's also the second week where teams are not. I'm sorry. Teams aren't ready yet. Why? Because they haven't played. It's weird, though. Like, Yeah, these first two weeks. They're a waste. We talked about this last week. Week one yeah. and week two. It gets a little bit better in week two. Next week, to me, is when you start to see the way teams really play. I mean, I, you can say all you want about injury, injury, injury. they got to play to get ready for the speed and the game. It's You can't replicate it all in practice drills. Yeah, it's weird because so many times be like, oh, the Bengals are 0-2. And then you're like, the last time they were 0-2, they won uh, 16 straight games that went to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, something happens, I guess, in week three where where we start to see more rhythm. what the real teams are. Yep. Because that's Steeler-Brown game last night. And then the – who was the other one? Oh, Saints-Panthers. Saints, I, I put lost. it on for five minutes. I'm yeah. like, I am not interested Saints, in this. Saints-Panthers get lost. Not interested. But Steelers-Browns, uh, yeah. Steelers had – Two uh, uh, turnovers. Defensive touchdown. Two defensive touchdowns. Alex Highsmith, first play from scrimmage. Yeah. Def- I mean, it's, uh, that no was one cool. Can, 
I don't know if it was a bad pass by Watson. It was a little outside, but right off the tight end's hands. Uh, gets batted up in the air in return for a touchdown. And then T.J. Watt in the fourth quarter. Yeah, picked up the ball. That's the other thing I'm noticing now this year. So many guys, you know, it used to be like if a ball was fumbled, someone just dive on it. Yeah. No, now defenders score. are picking it up and running with they it. They want to score. Yeah, even if it's not like a perfect hop. I saw it a lot this weekend, I feel like a number of times, where it looked like the type of ball that a defender in the past would just dive on. Right. Now they're, they're looking for the scoop and score. I think because of, to go back to the way you started this, guys are so athletic now. They're just great athletes. The defensive dudes. Yes, they want to pick up the ball and they want to outrun the offense. Let's go. Let's yeah. put seven on the board. And you got, they scored two touchdowns defensively last night. Yeah, and then the other, the Steelers' offense only scored 12 points. Yeah. On 12 possessions. You're not great. That's not good, Jerry. No, it's not. It's boring is what it is. It is boring. And I, I turned it on and I'm like, what are the Cleveland Browns wearing? They're in yeah, all white. Can we stop with all these stupid uniforms? White helmets? <laughs> right, Come the Browns on. were in white helmets. It's just silly. really is. Very I'm, strange. I'm with you. Like, can we just go back to normal uniforms? Enough with this primetime crap. We gotta, and the, thankfully, the Steelers were at least in their black and yellow, and that looked normal. But, yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, it was weird. And if you're going to go all-white uniform, which I don't mind, wear your orange helmet. I agree. Keep something the same. The white helmet is weird. The Chicago Bears had that stupid all-orange. Awful. Awful. All-orange Be the outfit. Bears. Yeah. They look like the Buccaneers. Yes, and they were playing the Buccaneers. It was so confusing, Jerry. I know. Yep, I know. Boy, Justin Fields is taking a beating, too. Yeah. That's not going well. For whatever reason, people thought this year was going to, he was going to be really good. He was going to take a couple steps forward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one year, rookie year out of the way. Right. Now you take a few steps forward year two. The game should slow down. You've seen it. You've been through it. Not so much. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, this is a situation where we're only two weeks in, like you were saying. Teams don't get their rhythm. Maybe. Maybe. Let's see what week three brings us, Jerry. We shall see. They also did a thing last night because there were two Monday night games going on at the same time. They, in the Steeler game, they put the Panthers-Saints score in the upper left-hand sure. corner. And I kept looking at that to see the score of the game that I was watching. Mm. But that score was on the bottom. It was really throwing me off. They you had called a tough that time a... last night, huh? <laughs> for, that th- for that three minutes you actually watched it. By tough time last night, do you mean the highlight package I watched this morning? Oh, I thought you actually watched no. a few minutes last night. No, no, no. I, 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 when watching the highlights, you know when they cut highlights. So you it's were like, thrown off by the games you knew the scores to, the final scores to already. Yes, but still, yeah. during the highlights, I'm like, okay, where are we at the, in this game? What's the score? And I'd look in the corner Six, and be like, three. and then i look in the bottom. I'm like, oh, well, I'm getting confused. Man, your life's complicated, yeah, huh? Yeah, it's very complicated, very complicated. They, score, they call that a score bug. I don't know why. Why is it not a score? Just a scoreboard, but it's just a score just, bug. Uh, yeah, call it what you want. It's just the score in the corner. I like that better. Score in the score corner. in the corner. Then Nick Chubb uh, hurt his knee. Yeah, and he was carted off the field. Another running back out in week two. Mm-hmm. I actually was thinking yesterday, or this morning driving in, if I'm the running backs, and I don't. This would be high risk, high reward. All right. Everybody get together. Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb is now out. Saquon Barkley, Christian, like everyone's got to be on board. We ain't playing. Running, give us raves, running raises. pack strike. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's exactly right. And they're on the picket line on the sidelines. You're basically making. We run the ball and catch the ball and block. We do more than anybody on the field, and you're paying us the least. Right. You know what? 
maybe we don't need you. Maybe we are on strike. Now, here's the risk-reward. What if they say, hmm, passing league, see ya. <laughs> right. The quarterbacks are like, finally, I could throw on every play. <laughs> or stop playing running back. These, right, you got to switch positions. These injuries, man, this ain't helping their cause to get paid more. And yet it also shows that they should be paid more because they do more. And their risk is more. It's complicated. It's very strange. We got to uh, get the guys on the picket line, Jerry. They'll hold signs uh, on the field. They'll get that giant inflatable rat. Yeah. And we'll put it <laughs> on the sidelines. That, that would, would be, be awesome. funny if... If, if outside all 32 teams' facilities, you got the giant blow-up rack. Yeah, with the jersey <laughs> on of the team whose stadium you're in front of. That's funny. Yeah. Because I'll tell you right now, if you're the Niners, the last thing you want to see is Christian McCaffrey not play. If you're the right. Titans, without Derrick Henry, I, yes, you can sit there and tell me that running backs are replaceable. Maybe some are. Some are not. Der- there's not many people that can have the, the workload that Derrick Henry does in Tennessee, and they're going to be the same team. Christian McCaffrey has 100 yards rushing every week. God knows how many receptions he has. As long as he stays healthy, he's as dynamic as there is. The next guy up is not Christian McCaffrey. And the, and the Giants can still win. I'm not saying they can't. But without Saquon Barkley, it's, it's not the same run game. They'll have to do things differently. Yes. It'd be interesting if all starting running backs banded together and said, you know what, we're not playing this week. It just uh, It's weird when that occurred. I don't know. I know. I do recall, I'm sure I brought this up to you before, I do recall, like, DeMarco Murray had a great season with the Cowboys. And then I remember, like, the next year or whatever, he was on another team. Tennessee, Tennessee. that's not right. Then someone, then they were looking to get rid of him, and I was like, this guy's, why? Because they could. It's strange. Because he was good, not great. Yeah, see, I feel like he was great. Like, I feel like he, he was, yeah, he was good. He he got a lot of carries. Like the Cowboys. At, now, I know Zeke, his production was down. But, I mean, you look just a few years ago, the Cowboys made Ezekiel Elliott the highest paid running back in the league. And a couple years later, he's in New England. Yeah. Like, it just, yeah. Very strange. And Tony Pollard is the new up-and-coming one. And in a few years, I'm sure they'll be done with him. Right. You know, it'll be Deuce Vaughn. Is that an actual guy? Or you yeah, that no, no, no. It's an actual guy they drafted this year. Oh. Who they love. So Tony Pollard got the franchise tag, took it. I think happily took it because he got a huge raise from last year but didn't get a big contract. And now if he doesn't want to play, I guess you elevate the next guy. But Tony Pollard's not Derrick Henry either. Like I'm talking, you know, when I say these guys shouldn't play, I mean, and it's never going to happen. But I don't know how it changes otherwise. It's not going to. Yeah. Imagine imagine the pan. I don't even know if there'd be panic, but you imagine what it would be like in the front offices of all these teams if literally – 32 starting running backs posted, we're not playing this week. Work stoppage. Yeah. You guys can play. We're not playing. We'll let you know if we'll be back next week. Interesting. What would they do? They'd have to... Next man up, I guess. Right, but you'd have to get those guys also. Like, next well, man up on the practice squad. Yeah, the problem with that too. is they probably don't make enough money to be able to do that. Right. Whereas the stars... Well, the stars would have to filter some of that cash down well, to could, the practice squad, you could, dudes. You could do that. That's because other. I mean, think about Boomer sat there and and struck for all the players. If you want to get he things did. done, you need some drastic action. Strike. Not likely, but that would be drastic. Speaking of strikes, I see that uh, because the Hollywood writers are still on strike, yeah. and there's no game plan for when they're going to be not on strike. The that ABC is going to have all the Monday Night Football games this year. Good. 
Like old times. Yeah, it's going to be on ESPN and ABC. You want to talk about the new uh, Monday Night Football song now or after the break? Oh, so after the break, Joe. All right, after the break, we will discuss that. 518, it is the Boomer and Geo show coming up at 6 on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What are we doing here? Here we go! Hey, nice job, Eddie Scazzari! <laughs> wow, I'm having flashbacks. Holy smokes. I was scrolling through my songs and I saw James Addiction. I said, oh, I haven't heard this in a long no. time. No, I have not heard this in a long time. So about six years. <laughs> long time. Seven <laughs> years. Six, seven years is a long time. Uh, that was what, 17? <laughs> yes. Jane's Addiction, Jerry. His song is yeah, called I Stop. I know what it is. Stop. I'm aware. I never bam, listened bam, to bam, it bam, since. Is that right? No. No. I'm sorry if I brought back I that. I like the one where they bark. Uh, that's uh, What's the name of that song? Been Caught Stealing. That's it, yes. That one I like. So before we get into your uh, your new list, I want to oh, just yeah, real quick. So the, the Monday Night uh, Football theme song. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was good. I mean, I didn't go nuts over it. It was fine. Yeah. People normally hate everything new. Uh, so it's nice that they don't seem to hate this. No, this was all right. This is the Phil Collins song in the air tonight, but done by Chris Stapleton. Right. And I guess Snoop Dogg's yes, in it. Yes, he is. Can you pop me up there, Eddie? I'll play some of this for Mr. Jericho. He's very close to sounding like Phil Collins. Yeah. Doesn't make sense, though. Like, we weren't waiting all our lives for the Steelers-Browns game. No, not at all. All of our lives? But it's the song that a lot of NFL players have have told you Ooh, that they right. love on game day. That's right. So it does Good make point. sense that they use that song. And then Snoop Dogg has a little part in the middle. And then it comes back to Chris Stapleton. And then into dun-dun-dun-dun. Phil Collins must have been like, what? You're going to... Pay, you're going to use this song paid, and right? pay me? Oh, 100%. And apparently he can use it. Yes, he needs the cash because he keeps marrying the same woman who he, divorces him. He did joke in his last concert, I guess I got to get a job now. <laughs> Unbelievable, Jerry. All right, so week two is in the books. Week two is in the books. We've got some uh, real good teams. We've got some pretending teams, and we've got teams that suck. What doesn't suck, although it is horribly phony, would be Al Dukes' fraudulent list of five favorite names. Thank you, Jerry. As you said, week two is still hard to judge. It is. So it's hard for me, really, Jerry, to figure out who I'm rooting for currently. Well, I know you're rooting for the Cowboys. But I've put together a list here, and there are some people that were on the list last week that do not exist anymore. The Jets. Yes. They're off the list. Now, do you, I wonder why. No, because I, I have no faith in them. I knew two teams that are still on the list. All right, well, let's see if you're correct, Jerry. Number one, going old school as usual, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that team was on the list. I mean, they are dominant on both sides of the ball. How do I not root for them? I mean, 
I agree. Uh, it's nice to every once in a while root for a winner. And you were in a no-lose situation Sunday because you had two teams on the list going head-to-head. Correct. Could I was, lose. I was mostly rooting for the Jets. But now that they lost, I can root for the Cowboys. You were mostly rooting for the Jets Sunday? I was. You pig. I was hoping for good things from Zach Wilson. Danny White's not going to be happy about this. Don't tell him, Jerry. Do not tell Danny White. Mm-hmm. Number two, the 2-0 Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jerry. That was predictable. Woo-hoo! That was predictable. Hey, I'm, you know what? I don't want them to win the Super Bowl or anything, but I'd like to see Baker Mayfield have a good season. Me too. We like Why him. Why not? All right, my third team that I'm rooting for is still because he hasn't been concussed yet. The Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. So, so far, your three teams are 6 and up. Number four, Jerry, a renewed. They're back on the list. They weren't on the list. They're back on uh, the don't list. Don't tell me the Kansas City Chiefs. No, New York Giants. Oh, all right. bum, 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 even bum. though, even though at halftime, let me just reveal something. Al sent me at halftime. Yeah, I'm rooting for them to get shut out. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> when they at halftime, twenty to nothing, I, because I needed something to change. So you went from, I want them to get shut out and their season's over, to yeah. they're on my list of favorite teams again. Yes. And my fifth and final team that I find myself rooting for, Jerry. It better not be the 49ers. It's not. Okay. It's the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, because of Gardner Minshew? And I like Anthony. Ri- no, I like Anthony Richardson. Okay. And I also like Gardner Minshew. That's fine. They're and, they're the not, and they're not going anywhere this year, so why not? That's harmless. They might not be on the list for long, but right now, when I see them on my screen, I'm rooting for the Colts. So that's Cowboys, Bucks, Dolphins, Giants, Colts, Jerry. What would it take for you to actually watch a Colt game? I mean, they're one of your five favorite teams. Yeah, at least watch the game, no? To sit down and watch a Colts game? Yeah. I suppose if I were in prison and it was on <laughs> the only TV available, I would probably watch that. If I was on an airplane and it only got that channel, yes. I'd probably watch that Colts game. Are we going to get the uh, the list of five most disgusted teams? Like the San Diego Chargers, the LA Chargers. <laughs> Fraudulent team. Bengals. God. Yeah, well, as you point out, 0-2 last year, look where they went. But yeah. yes, 0-2 so far to start. Not great. Not great. Not great. So aggressive that music. That, Jerry. that music is pretty good. It's though. very aggressive. Uh, speaking of the Bengals, uh, head coach Zach Taylor said that uh, he's not sure if Joe Burrow's yeah, playing. It was a team. non-answer. What do you mean it was a non-answer? Not sure. Not meaning sh- he could could not. Yeah, but to me, not sure. I don't think he's playing. Yeah, personally. that's what I feel like. I feel like not sure means no. He didn't say no though. Nor did he say yes. He said not sure. I have no idea who their backup even is. Me either. Right. It's not Andy Dalton. Here's what I do know, though, Jerry. They play Monday night. And in the house that Monday night coming up. And you want Boomer to, to with dress? no Joe Burrow. <laughs> there will be one gunslinger in the house. He throws lefty. He'll be being honored at the Bengals' ring of honor. Why not give the old man a couple snaps? <laughs> Shotgun formation. Boomer's been talking about Zach Wilson's got to get rid of that ball. Right. That's what Boomer does. Shotgun formation. Get rid of that ball quickly. Could you imagine, Jerry, the fans in Cincinnati? If, let's say this. Let's, this is, I'm going to give you a scenario. Yeah. Joe Burrow's not playing Monday night. They go down 21 nothing. It's halftime. And you put Boomer in? Boomer comes out. He gets his ring of honor. All of a sudden, music starts from the 1980s. 
and the uh, announcer's and the, like, and the Bengals are playing. Oh my gosh, that's Boomer Esiason's music. Uh-huh. Welcome to the jungle. Wah, 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 okay. Wah, wah. Boomer comes running out. The crowd would go crazy. Maybe a little cashmere. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. Their backup quarterback, I don't think if I gave you until next Monday night, you would come up with his name. Oh, my goodness. Who is it? I'll give you his first name. You okay. tell me if you can give me his last wow. name. That's not I a good I have an sign. idea of what you're going to say, but it would be wrong. Jake. Plummer. I thought you were going to say DeLome. Oh, man. I thought you were going to say DeLome. Who is it? Jake Browning. Jerry, we can't have Jake Browning on a Monday night football game we with the Bengals. We want Boomer. <laughs> with the Bengals down 0-2, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, starting the season 0-2. That's a problem. Jake Browning is a rookie out of the University of Washington. Oh, my goodness. So what there is- you go. That's your backup quarterback situation. Maybe they sign. Isn't Colt McCoy still available? Maybe they sign him. And they're playing the L.A. Rams on uh, Monday night. Right. They're going to go 0-3. They might. If Joe Burrow doesn't play? Yeah. Joe Barrow? Joe Barrow? If they they very well could be 0-3. Now, we have seen teams come back from 0-2. 0-3 is another, I don't know. Right, they always run that stat. They where do. It's, where it's like, uh, what, if you start 0-3, your you, you chances of making the playoffs are terrible. They are good enough to reel off 10 straight wins, so that can go right out the window. But you are putting yourself in a massive hole right to start. Yeah. So Have we easy. figured out, are the Rams any good? I think the Rams are better than average. Okay. I think the Rams are not a bad team. I think people thought they were going to be awful. They're not, but I don't think they're a Super Bowl contending team either. People love that wide receiver now. Oh, uh, Pachua, pa- yeah. Pakua. I sound like Mike and Chris now. And I think they like him because he has a, a, a fun name. You know what I mean? Yes, and I don't I mean, think anybody – well, I know I never heard of him before. Last before week one. But he also had a ton of catches. Which, he had 15, I think, on he Sunday. He had 15 on Sunday. And I am telling you, I was Puka reading. Puka Nakua. Yeah, Puka Nakua. I was reading on Saturday or Sunday morning. No, he's prob- no, no. no. <laughs> Twitter, Jerry. And I was reading, they're like, oh, he's probably not going to play because he had some sort of injury. Right. And then he goes out there and has 15 catches. Yeah, it's called having a day, is what they say. Have yourself a day out there. Have that was like. A day. That was almost like C.D. Lamb against the Jets. Who had 11 catches for 143 yards. Oh. That was pretty good right there. Oh, yeah. Did you hear him real quick? Let me see if I can get this before we take a break. So I guess NFL Films caught this, if I can find it. This was C.D. Lamb. So you remember Sauce Gardner had oh, – come on, isn't that here? Jeez. Remember uh, Sauce Gardner had the interception that he did not return yeah, for he, a touchdown? Yeah, he dropped, yeah. So I guess this is after the game. Micah Parsons is talking to Sauce Gardner. They had a jersey exchange and all that. And then C.D. Lamb comes over. Hey, you need to catch some. You got to learn how to catch, bro. bro. You got to learn how to catch, man. Get on the Good game. I, I was on the jug the day before yesterday, bro. They helped me. You, you got to learn how to catch. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> yes, you do. That was good. Yeah, it's a game-changing play. Absolutely. It's like these games can come down to just everything can turn. Like, the crowd gets quiet, maybe a little indecision in Dak's head if that goes the other way and the Jets take the lead, and instead, meh, he dropped it. Yeah. Cowboys go down and score, whatever. It's different. Very different, Jerry. Very different. Why wouldn't, uh, I don't know if they eventually showed the Nick Chubb injury. Yeah. But when the part I was watching, um, the the clip that was going around of the Nick Chubb injury, they go, it's so gruesome we can't even show it to you. But it's not like his... Like, I saw him on the field. His right. knee didn't 
a bone didn't come out of his knee. Wasn't a Joe Theismann situation? No. So, like, what was so bad that I can't see that on television? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. If you want to go watch the game, I'll show it to you. You saw it? Yeah. They showed it in slow motion? No, I'm saying if you want to go watch the replay. Oh. Well, I saw the replay. In the full game? I'm, I'm yeah. saying. I don't know. But I'm saying you can go see it. Yeah. I don't know why they're telling you to turn your eyes away. And he also, when it happened, I don't know if the pain just didn't hit him right away. He looked like he was going to try to get up. He didn't look like he was throbbing in pain. I think there's so much adrenaline running through these guys' veins yeah. that it takes a minute to settle settle in. Yeah, that's true. Or set in. I heard you know. that I was watching some wrestling documentary yesterday, and the, that's what the wrestler said. That one about the Ohio? Yeah. Ohio that Valley was Wrestling. Awful. Oh, I'm into it. Ugh. I turned eight minutes. I'm like, this <laughs> is terrible. I, w- Ugh. Yeah, but I, that, I figured you'd watch it, but I didn't think you'd get through it. There's Jerry, by the way, there's like nine episodes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, yeah. I didn't get through nine minutes. I'm, in, I'm into it. Kim comes in. She goes, what the hell are you watching? I'm like, I have an idea that Al's going to bring this up on the podcast. So I'm going to try and watch it. Eight minutes, done. I had it on my Terrible. podcast sheet for today. Oh, God. Well, you and Eddie can have that discussion because my voice is gone. We got to take a break. But that's what the wrestler was saying, though. He's saying, you know, we take all these bumps and bruises. Sure. And then after, when you get home, you're like, oh, my God, I'm injured. But in the moment, in the moment you're you don't feel it. it. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. All right, 538. We got a little more to do. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 right here on The Fan. This ain't, this ain't no disco. disco. It ain't, ain't no, no country, country club either. This is L.A. This is L.A. Nice old Cheryl Crow, as we discussed her yesterday. Yeah. On the podcast. You know, listening to that uh, thing coming back about uh, when the Jets beat the yeah. Patriots. Today, if you had uh, Bill Belichick hooked up to a lie detector, do you think he... Likes Rex Ryan, doesn't like Rex Ryan, or thinks he's a clown? I think a lot of the above. I think he probably thought Rex was good for the game, probably thought he had some clown-like tendencies, and thought he was a good football coach. I mean, he did beat them. Yeah. No, I mean, Rex was good for football. Rex was good for the Jets. And Rex is a guy that I would have come back to and tried to hire again. Um, You know, he was a defensive-minded coach. We understand that, but... Man, they won a lot. They really did. Um, they had good teams. He brought in good defenses, and they traveled. And that's why they ended up in the championship games a couple of times. It's a shame he never got them to the Super Bowl because that was the uh, that's the only thing missing from Rex's resume when he yeah, was here. Yeah, w- would have been awesome. Yeah, and he would. You know what? He was the. There's. I always say, if you think you got the guy, meaning the head coach, and if the players are starting to tune them out, even though the coach has proven himself, well, then you change players. I know well, you can't change, you know, you can change the players. You, you filter out the ones that are the problem, and then you bring in more of your guys. I would have liked to have seen Rex here longer. And then he wasn't really Rexy when he went to uh, Buffalo. It's so weird to think he was with the Bills. Right. Remember he when he got the job up there, he got a pickup truck with all Buffalo Bills logos on it. He was Actually, driving I don't remember around. that. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't remember that. His, uh, his, yeah, his car. And he that, wasn't there. Was he there two years? Maybe. It yeah. was quick. Yeah. It was very quick. Him and Mangini. Mangini took that stupid job in Cleveland where he had no chance to win. Right. And we haven't seen him. He was on ESPN. I want some Rex. I sure do. Mangini was on ESPN for a little while. We haven't heard from him since. I'm bringing Rexy back. Boy, that voice. Oh, yeah. That was much younger, Jerry. Yeah, much younger Al. I did Get on the Rex machine. Get on up. Rex machine. The best songs you ever did. Right or wrong were the Plaxico ones. 
Yeah, and I didn't even write those. Those that was a contest we did with listeners. Pretty good. But I had to sing them. Yeah, and you did well. To his face, which was awkward. Awkward. Very awkward. Yeah. I did watch the Nick Chubb injury during the break. It was gruesome. Even though a bone did not poke through and yeah. there was no blood. Uh, uh, watching a, a knee. Go the wrong way. Completely the yeah, wrong way. I know. That, but that's what I thought happened to Saquon Sunday. Like Saquon Barkley, the way he got hit, his head went one way, his body went the other, and his legs were stuck underneath. Yeah. He looked like a V, you know, and it's, that's why it's amazing to me when injuries like Chubb don't happen all the time. Yeah, there was a hit in the Jet game on C.D. Lamb on one of the things. Yes. And the fact that he We just, talked about that. He popped right up. I was like, what? Yep. Hit his shoulder, his neck, and his head all at the same time when he went up to catch the ball. Yeah, or even I, somewhere where on a tackle, the leg looks like it bends completely yep. the wrong way, and they get right up and it's, run to the huddle. The body is resilient. Very strange. Yep. So the Saquon Barkley thing is interesting. So they're calling it an ordinary sprained ankle. Not a high ankle. Not a high ankle. Now, they say he's out Thursday Mm -hmm. and then likely will be out three weeks. Right. But yesterday when I had the afternoon program on, Evan and Tiki, Tiki was saying, this is quite common. And in my day, you wrapped it up and got in there. And you played. Which is really weird. Like... If Tiki could do it, and I'm sure Emmett Smith was doing it, all those guys in that era, why aren't we wrapping that thing up and throwing them out there, Jerry? I don't know. I don't know the severity of it. I don't know. I know it's an ordinary sprain, but I don't know. Tiki made it seem like. Get out there and play? Yeah, without saying it. Which it's I just different, because... man. Some guys will fight through it. Other guys don't. I, I don't know. I know Tiki hangs out at the Giants. Yeah. And he's well-loved over there. Mm-hmm. He was kind of saying like... Was he disappointed in Saquon? Not disappointed. He was more surprised like, huh, a regular ankle sprain. Yeah. Because Evan goes, did you ever have one of those? He goes, yeah, every week. And I wrapped it up and got... Had a, that's we you know what? Just maybe played in our then day. maybe Thursday night at eight o'clock when we turn it on. Maybe he'll be out there in uniform. Who no, knows? I don't think he'll be out there Thursday. But Who knows? let's get him out there the following week. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, I'm very curious to see how they play this game Thursday night. When they say a regular ankle sprain, is that just like if if I fall off a curb and sprain my ankle? It's like that. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I just know it's not a high ankle sprain that could knock you out for the season. Where does the high ankle sprain? Higher than the regular ankle. <laughs> I don't know. You are a doctor, Jerry, don't you? I, I do not know. <laughs> don't you sell yourself short? I actually don't think of all. I broke like every bone in my body, but I don't know that I ever had an ankle sprain. I broke my foot. I broke a toe. I chipped my kneecap, uh, fractured my knee, broke a rib, broke a collarbone. I don't know that I ever had a sprained ankle, though. That I don't remember. Yeah. So what did you say? You don't know what to expect Thursday? No, I don't. I don't the know. Giants. Because are they going to be this high-flying passing team like they were in the second half yesterday against yes. the Cardinals? Can they do that against this Niners team? Are the Niners, you know, front defensive front just going to kick his ass and they're going to get demolished? I have no idea what to expect on. A friend of mine said to me yesterday, he goes, um, he goes, who you like tonight? You know, with the with the two games. I wrote back, I have no idea. In this day and age of the NFL, you tell me. Don't know. Like, from week to week, game to game, if you told me the Giants went in there and won this game Thursday, I'd say, all right. If you told me they lost by 40, I'd say, okay. Yeah, isn't that no the truth? I have no idea. Isn't that the truth, Jerry? Did you ever see down 20 to nothing that coming Sunday? No. 
And, I, and I'm with McMonagall. Enough saying it was the Cardinals. There's still some pretty good defenders on that Cardinal team. They ran through them like Swiss cheese on Sunday in the second half after they couldn't do a damn thing in the first half. Especially when it got to 28-7. Yes, I was like, after right, they scored night. right after yeah. the Giants scored that quick touchdown. Right. I'm like, you're not stopping them from scoring, so you're not going to catch up. The game's bizarre. It is really weird. You're right. If I get wake up and say, hey, Google, who won the Giants game? Either one, not really surprised. I think the only thing that would surprise you is if you heard, oh, Al, the Giants beat the Niners 42-3. to Yes, a Giants blowout. That yes, would surprise that would you. Surprise but if you told me the Giants won the game 17-10, not, not good for them. No, I wouldn't be surprised either. But who knows? We'll see. We gotta take a break. Don't go anywhere. We got one more segment. Oh, I'll stay right here. Yeah, you and you save your final topic. Uh, Boomer and Geo coming up in a moment. Right now, though, Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence, nice milestone for Adam Wainwright. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got another couple minutes to get you to Boomer and Geo. The uh, Steelers did win last night. As did the Saints and the Mets beat the Marlins. What else? I bring you this story, Jerry, just because they're in the American League East, where the Yankees live. And the Rays, is, yeah. the Blue Jays, the, the Orioles, the Rays. Oh, the new stadium. The Tampa Rays are completely completed the deal. They're going to get a new stadium in St. Petersburg. This was shocking to me. Actually, me too. When I read that yesterday, I go, "What? Who's paying for this? The people that don't go to the games? <laughs> I don't know. They're building a stadium, I guess, in a similar spot to where." Tropicana Field is right okay. now. All right. But they're going to move into it in 2028. Because <laughs> it's not even started building it yet. No yeah, one well, goes to the. I don't understand. No, no this. one. They tarp the upper deck. Yeah, because they were talking about, uh, oh, you know, are the Rays going to be moving? Are they going to be splitting games in Montreal? That was never stuff. happening. That was. A, I mean, I understand where that thought came from. Yeah. That's a silly thought. I did think that they were going to move out of Tampa, though. And then when I saw this story, I'm like, well, I guess the Rays aren't going anywhere. Really weird. Yeah, strange. I mean, the biggest crowds they get are clearly when the Yankees are down there, and it's full of Yankee fans. And then on top of that, in the playoffs, certainly people buy the tickets. But for much of the season, they've got to be one of, if not the lowest. Well, the A's have the worst attendance, but they got to be right up there with them. Do these stadiums have to have a certain amount of seats? Like, could they make a smaller... Venue? No. Uh, smaller in what amount? Just as I mean, far as got, like how I many think, stand, how many people fit in What do you want, like a 25,000 seat <laughs> yes. stadium? I don't I know I want a 25,000 seat stadium. I think you've got 40,000. That might be the minimum. That's crazy. In the 40s. Because isn't City Field 42,000? WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.